Right, when are you most at ease with yourself? Did we answer that already? Or am I just like, okay. Hmm. You know, I think for me, it's whenever I feel strong, right? I think that's why I love lifting as much as I do. I feel like I can kind of throw caution to the wind with, it, it's kind of like taking a dose of fuck em all yes. and just being like, you know what? If I can like stand up with however many hundred pounds on my back, then like what's gonna stop me from doing anything else? Or if I can like pick this shit up what's going to stop me from doing anything else? And I feel similarly with like my activism and, and that work as well, where I, I'm someone who is like, has really strong convictions and beliefs. And when I get to talk about them and I get to be in my element in that way, I feel like, well, there is no limit, right? Like the sky is not even the fucking limit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's that feeling of like strength and being unstoppable. What about you, Anne? I mm. love that, Cammy. That was yummy. Yeah. While you, most... yeah, while you, most... <laughs> what's up? Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> I feel most at ease when I feel expressed and seen and loved. Um, when I feel that my humor can come out and I can just be as bold and, and filterless as possible. Um, I think, yeah, for me, some of the factors that tend to affect me feeling that way are when I feel supported. Um, and I also feel most at ease when I'm in my element, when I'm holding space. So, I'm thinking, for example, of a workshop that I facilitated um, recently with um, this Filipino dance festival called Ugnayan. It was a virtual festival. And I was leading a workshop uh, called Move, Groove, Rejuve. And I brought in creative movement, um, a lot of opportunities to to create um, brought in different forms of art making like making collages or making dances or making you know like tableaus and stuff uh, there was a lot of creative creation creative space in there and um, I just remember like the last workshop feeling so at ease feeling so in my body feeling free, feeling so comfortable, like, yes, this is just flowing. It, when I feel, in, yeah, I felt very in the flow. And so I, I um, for me, when I'm holding space in a way that just feels fluid, feels free, and I feel that there's a synergy happening in that space with whoever's present um, is one of the spaces I would say where I feel the most ease. I love it. I love it. Um, Rosa Otero Vasquez um, says definitely humor and love. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes, Rosa. David also says, I'm from the future. I love David. David Kwong Pham, who's another playwright, says, I'm from the future. I come with an article from 2020. The article reads, the first woman to be elected president of the United States of America. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um i'm still figuring out how to use the internet though while all of this is going down uh, okay so the next big question is who is the first person you tell when something good happens to you for me it depends on on what the thing is you know like who do i feel i connect with in this particular way and therefore i know that we can really share in my joy about this thing. So, you know, sometimes it's you, Andre, sometimes <laughs> it's other friends of mine. It's, yeah, it, it depends on the particular vibration of the thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cammie, what about you? I, I love that. That really resonates. I think 
you know, we all have like different people for different things. Um, but I think for me, the like go-to person is my partner, Christopher. Um, we shout out to Christopher. <laughs> I mean, he's honestly like, he's my best friend. He, he's, he's my person, you know? And I feel like he's really someone who has helped me work through and overcome a lot of like things that I feel like even if, if it's something small or that would be perceived as small to other people, if I went to him and expressed like genuine excitement and enthusiasm, like he would celebrate me like I was the next like president of the United States. And would it's- you, Yes, yeah. yes, which you, could, <laughs> which you could be and should be. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's wonderful, that's wonderful. Um, okay, let's see what else is on that slide. Oh what lights you up so now we're gonna like shift into um a moment where we start talking about your gifts and what you bring to the world and so cammy i'll let you go first again w what lights you up in life like like creatively and as it relates to the world you're trying to live out vocationally um so I think getting to be a part of something new, that's always very exciting to me. You know, I feel like working on new plays, new shows, like I'm working with David right now on his new musical that's about like physics, which is like a completely not in my world realm, but getting to be a part of that and feel the magic of something bustling that doesn't currently exist and bringing something into existence is extremely exciting for me. And I feel like the way that that shows up for me in uh, fitness is like working with someone who thinks that they don't like movement and they don't like activity, but finding that something in them, seeing them, I don't know, maybe lift for the first time or doing something, doing their first push up and seeing their eyes light up and seeing that they're having this revelation about themselves and getting to be a part of that planting the seed and watching it grow. That to me is, is what really inspires and motivates me to do my work. Love it. Planting the seed and watching it grow. Mm -hmm. I love it. What about, what about you, Anne? I, I second, I second that Cami. I feel so lifted up. I, you know, it, there's a lot of crossover with some of the questions we've already answered for me, but I'm, um, you know, for example, if I'm if I'm facilitating a movement class and say there's someone in there who upon entering is like, I don't I don't dance much, I don't feel very comfortable in this, and then watching that person gradually open up and be like, Oh yeah, I feel like I'm singing in the shower right now. I'm like, ah, like it makes me so happy. I love also being a part of 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 watching other people open up and be free um, in a lot of ways, but particularly in their bodies because that I'm, I'm such a physical person. So, um, and I guess, man, um, some other things that, that lift me up, light me up or just connection, you know, feeling it, a connection, being in a moment of connection with somebody is, is very powerful for me, so, as well as like healing separation. Say there's a, I mean, say I'm in conflict with somebody when there's the opportunity to come together and to heal that thing and to like return to that state of connection or a new state of connection or union, um, that just like makes my heart melt and sing and stuff like that. <laughs> I love it. Um, when when did you know that your artistry or that your passion? Because what people don't know that are listening right now is that Cami is also a fantastic singer, um, and Anne, in addition to yoga and Reiki and all that, all of those things, is a phenomenal dancer. When did the two of you know that those things had kind of taken hold of you? And you can go either direction or tell us both, Cammy. When did you know that, um, you know, singing was something that loved you back or that fitness was something that loved you back? And then we'll go to Anne. 
Yeah, um, I have always sang, like literally my whole life. Um, like my parents would, you know, we'd go to like a restaurant and if there's a band or if there's anything, they'll literally drag me on the stage and tell the singer to like go away. And I would sing oh. at the restaurant and it was really oh. scary for a child. But also, I mean, I've just always been so comfortable on stage because of that. And um, yeah, I feel like, oh my God, like, in, like when I was in high school, everyone was like, oh my God, you're Rachel Berry. And I took that as a compliment, you know, Glee. And yes. I took that as a compliment and they never meant it as a compliment, but I was like, you bet your ass I am. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most Rachel Berry thing you can say. And I, so I feel like singing has, I feel like I've always known that about myself. And I always knew that even if I don't do it professionally, that's always going to be something that's really important to me. Mm -hmm. um, and with regards to fitness, they kind of tie into each other, actually. So I was very bulimic, which affected my voice, of course, because of all like the acid and all of these different mm -hmm. things. I wasn't able to sing the way that I know that I should be able to. So then I, um, in, in trying to recover from like purging, I started exercising, which then turned into like binge exercising. And it was another form of purging. Um, so then once I like started powerlifting and really lifting weights, I started realizing that I didn't really care how much I weighed anymore. You know, it was no longer about what my body looked like, but what my body could do. And that was life-changing for me. My relationship with food changed. My relationship with my body changed. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's a hundred percent and I'm all fixed, right? Like it doesn't work like that, but that was so empowering. Like it really changed my life and saved my life that I knew that this was a gift that I wanted to gift to other people, that I wanted them to understand that they are more than the weight on the scale or they are more than whatever dress size they are and that they can, in being externally strong, they can also feel internally strong. I love it. I love it. What about, yeah, isn't that great? Love, Cammie. Um, and like, when was the moment? Yeah. Also, we, I progressively go higher on a mountain as these episodes go. <laughs> you um, say it like it's something I'm not expecting already. I, I know, but the, the thing about it is that like, I'm, I'm sitting, <laughs> first of all, I want to pause this whole motherfucking episode, which I can do. <laughs> And just say that, like, that whole hour of the start of this shit was a fucking mess for me. <laughs> I'm <sorry>. Okay. <laughs> so I'm sitting here realizing that I'm like, I'm like, what has been off with me? Because I did 70 fucking episodes of this thing at the top. So for those of you who don't know, who are just now tuning in, I did episode one through 70. Um, with guests coming in, but mostly by myself, just turning on the camera and just kind of talking while on a cloud some days, sometimes not. And I'm like, why do I feel like not in my power? Why do I not feel like I'm in my body? I love Anne. I love Cammie. What the fuck is going on with this new episode, like in this new format? And I'm realizing that I, true to form, as Anne will know, and we'll get to your passions, uh, Anne, but... <laughs> I literally do the absolute most. And it wasn't until I actually fucking like settled in and said, where the fuck am I? I'm actually in the borough of Queens on Wednesday night doing episode one of 52 episodes. I'm going to do one a week. Y'all can come back and kick it and chill with us anytime you want to or, or new people. But I'm going to do one a week on Wednesdays at 9 for the next 52. Season 3 is going to be 52 episodes, so help me. And I'm like, what the fuck is my problem? Like, I literally, there's a couple times in here where I, like, completely, like, I think I asked Cammie the same fucking question twice. I think I asked Anne, like, like if, if you had already answered the question that I asked, and you were like, nope, I haven't answered that question yet. <laughs> And I'm like, 
what the hell is going on? And it's because when you try to be somebody and like maneuver, I'm like, because in my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna have this like PowerPoint like thing going. And then we're gonna play, um, you know, uh, we're gonna play uh, Rude's video. And it's gonna be like this moment when there's a swoosh and it's gonna like, like, you know, like lion tigers and bears. <laughs> you never don't give a fuck about that. Universe says just be present and abide and see what magic can unfold for the next 30 minutes. That's what it says. Um, and I'm going to leave this whole thing up it's in, in its entirety. I may chop off the top for like the podcast version. Um, you know, at least 20 minutes of me, um, you know, uh, <laughs> out here with my pants around my ankles. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Cammy, you're alive. And you're alive, and here we are. And so I just want to take like a like a cleansing breath for the energy in the moment, and I'm just going to completely like reset this thing um, because I'm like, what the fuck is my problem? I'm going to turn off this PowerPoint that's on my second screen. I never had a second screen the first time. It was just me in front of the fucking phone. <laughs> we get special. We get special. Okay, here we go. Give me, give me like, this is my shit. This is our shit. <laughs> Rosa says, love the first episode, Tech Difficulties, laugh out loud. It definitely makes you let loose, laugh out loud. You you all are amazing. Thank you, Rosa. Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rosa. Much love. Right back to you. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're here tonight with Ann Tangy at Ann Tangy on Instagram and Cami V Fitness, I believe, on Instagram. Cami V Strong. Cami V Strong of Cami V Fitness of Cami V Strong. <laughs> and we're talking about the things that light us up. And I'm going to just like restart in this moment uh, of, of love by saying that um, that's another thing. I, I've, I've been so focused on the technical and the presentation that I've not even anchored into the reason why the fuck I'm here. The reason why I'm here is because I was the kid that had two cans on strings. And Cammy, I maybe I'm older than you, so this may, but you know what it means to like tie. Do, do kids still do Wait. that? Do, but do Andre, your volume just dropped a little bit all of a sudden. Just I can't speak to if kids still do that, but when I was a kid, that was definitely a thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. So I was pulling the can, imagining that I was on the radio and imagining that I was on the video. And I've always had this affinity for like production of like television shows and te television interviews and shit like that. So that lights me up. And that's the reason I'm here. Um, the behind the scenes of making all the pieces work the first time, every time that doesn't light me up as much as it does to just be here and present with you all. And when I come into that, as the anchor, I'm always okay. Um, and so nailed to you, Anne, which is where we were going before I just like pulled the whole car over and said, we ain't doing it this way in Love City. We ain't going to do it this way. There's no need to have the perfect bow tie and the perfect words and the perfect formatting. Perfection's overrated. And if you want to get deep into the matter of it, perfection is a tool of white supremacy. And so the only thing that would make me want to be like Oprah in this moment was if I had sponsors, white sponsors, like Oprah has, telling me that it needs to be perfect or we're not going to give you more money. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Ain't no money coming in this motherfucker unless somebody who watches decides to donate. I have no major donors like Procter & Gamble or any other white men sitting behind boardrooms telling me what the fuck to do. So I can literally pull the whole thing over and be like, this is Love City. 
I'm the artistic director. I want to interview some of my cool friends and hear the fuck we are. And what lights you up, honey? I just feel like you're in your Peter Pan avatar setting when you said that. <laughs> That's where we need to be. Feet spread apart like you are in the flyer. I love it. Um, from 840 from 840 when we like logged on to do sound checks and everything until this present moment I've been completely outside of my power and this is what it looks like in real time to kind of get back in your shit um and like I said earlier some people wouldn't even get this far they'd be like see you next week and cry into the bushes <laughs> fuck all that noise we've got love to give what's up Ann? I appreciate you hijacking that moment because I feel like spirit is speaking through you because I, I need that message, that reminder. Like you said something like when we try to be somebody or we try to whatever that, you know, things get all, things go awry, you know? And uh, I feel like that's um, something I have to constantly come back to for myself. It's like, I know what it feels like to be in the flow and I know what it feels like to not be in the flow, but like, I still will go through, and on the perfectionism note, I mean, I've, that I've have been working on, you know, overcoming perfectionism my whole life um, up until now. And uh, yeah, it could be very, for me, it could be very paralyzing. So, uh, and very much uh, um, a tool for, for, for self-hate. So I appreciate everything you said. I resonate a lot with everything you said and, and, see, and see if i were in the, if i were in the old format on day one through 70 because like i said i did this shit for 70 days straight at the top of COVID, and then now we're like like how long has COVID been someone let me know in the comments how long we've been in fucking COVID. um 15th? well shut yeah. down so how many months has that been going on six yeah well yeah yeah if, if you're using that start point and when I started this, when I started this, I literally just wanted to have a safe place for people to land on yeah. a Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, and so I just love that we get to fix things in real time. Finish your thought. On the having a place to land, I just, something that you and I have been talking about is uh, the value of, of, simply being a space holder and it's kind of like holding a container where all kinds of things can happen. What happens, what exactly happens in the container, how it happens doesn't really matter. It's just holding the space where that, where magic can happen. And so I, I appreciate that reminder also because I feel like often when I'm asked, what do you do or what do you want to do with this and that, that, question can often feel overwhelming for me because I'm like, like, how do I sum it up? There's so many things that matter to me, but I feel like one umbrella of what I love doing and feel is a part of um, my calling is holding space in a variety of ways. And uh, so I thank you for mentioning that. And um, I guess going back to a uh, Oh yeah, you were asking something like, when was the moment when you knew you wanted to pursue dance or something like that? Yes, and, uh, I said it just like that too. <laughs> Bow tie. For me, <laughs> for me, I mean, I, you know, I've danced my whole life. I was blessed and privileged to have the opportunity to take dance lessons throughout my life as well. And, um, but I would kind of go back and forth. Huh, do I, am I passionate enough about this to, to let that be what takes me to my next location or this and that? And it was um, the year that I was, I guess, first out of college uh, was the first year where I was not dancing consistently. Um, and I remember there was this big void. I would get really sad when I would see other people dancing. <laughs> Or see, you know, yeah, because I felt this disconnect from something that was extremely important to me. And so that was when I realized, okay, like, you didn't know until it was gone, but now that you're missing it so terribly and you feel like there's this giant hole in your soul and body, yeah, I guess that lets you know you want to take this 
further. And so uh, at some point after that is when I decided to move to New York and, and my dancing journey has changed so much since that point. And while dance was definitely the original primary impetus for me coming to New York, um, I've experienced so many different things and dance is still extraordinarily important to me. But at the moment I am more interested in using it as a way to experience freedom, as a way to experience healing. Um, I no longer really have the desire to perform with companies in, in you know, traditional theaters or things like that. I'm, I'm much more into improvisation because for me, as someone who's overcoming perfectionism, it's like, all right, like with the Love City thing, I think one of the gigs we did, I was like, I got up there at the rehearsal, the, the one rehearsal we had, and I was like, I have, I have no idea what I'm about to do, y'all. I have not danced to this song ever. Here we go. And it's like, for me, that's just very liberating because there's no edit. <laughs> I, I can't, I still can get hella anxious about it, but it's a shorter period of anxiety. <laughs> if it's something that I know is gonna happen like tomorrow, oh, and you wanna improv versus something I maybe worked on for months, busting my ass on uh, the anxiety for me uh, with a lot of performing would, it just, it just got really bad over the years and it was stealing a lot of the joy of performing. And so for me at currently being able to move in an improvisatory way, uh, in a spontaneous way, in moments where I'm outside Central Park drum circle, I don't even know if they're doing it, it right now, but like, Moments like that, where just you're there, you hear the music. I'm like, oh, my body's moving. Oh, look, this person wants to dance too. Like these moments of coming together and just expressing and and um, letting ourselves be seen um, without a filter um, is a big part of what I care about with dance currently and and want to continue sharing with people. Um, and then you know, there's yeah. Anyways, that's one leg of my journey. Yeah. And, and how are you trying to impart that dance into other people? Like, what does that look like for you week to week? So I, yeah, going, so I, I taught a class right before I got on this uh, platform tonight, actually, um, along those lines where I guide people through some specific movement just to kind of give people some tools, a little bit of vocabulary, but then I'll open it up to, you know, uh, for example, all right, you know, I don't know, we're moving like this, we're moving side to side. Where do you wanna go? Do you wanna move down? Do you wanna move up? Does your shoulder wanna take you around? Like, I'll just kind of start throwing in little cues here and there to just open it up more so that people gradually start exploring more of their own body's impulses. And um, I'll give different prompts and things. And uh, yeah, I, I enjoy using a mix of like, where maybe I give some guidance and then we open it up and then come back together. So it's like this, those, those toys that you stretch out like a big i don't know what it's called those things i feel you're talking about like you're talking about like like play-doh or like the goo those, those like plastic right yeah and then it comes into like a star and then it opens yeah. into a ball yeah i know what you're oh. talking about yeah i don't know yeah. what it's called. You, you totally know what it you totally yeah because you yeah, totally so called it what it's actually called plastic <laughs> <right? laughs> ball i feel like using kind of a, a mix of as someone worded it the other day like um a certain amount of masculinity in the container in terms of offering some sort of structure just so that it people if they don't so they don't necessarily feel like just lost um, but then also a lot of feminine energy of fluidity and freedom um yeah that's part of how i do it <laughs> i love it i love it um cammy how are you using fitness um, as a conduit to help people? Um, yeah, so really quickly, I wanted to say as well, and I feel like you, I feel like start that would have been, start, start over, I don't on. know, I feel like, oh, and yeah, I wish I had a, I wish I had a dance teacher like you. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
similarly as within anything fitness, there's just so much shame around dance. And I feel like my entire experience with dance has just been shame. <laughs> and like, I don't know, I feel like clearly I'm someone who enjoys using their body to like express things. And I like being physical in that way. But I feel like because the experiences were so bad and just filled with shame and, and hate and whatever, that I don't ever, I don't, I don't feel safe engaging in that. But I feel like if I had someone who approached it where like, I'm going to meet you where you're at and let you explore your body in whatever way it wants to move, I feel like I would be in a different place with that. Mm -hmm. So thank you for doing that for people. I think that's really oh. important. Thank you. I love it. I love it. So Come dance with me later. We'll, we'll play. Yes, please. I would be so about that. I'd be hella nervous, but I would love to do that. Have a blast. I, I promise. What are, what are your go-to workouts these days, Cammie? Um, so I, so before gyms closed, I kind of stole a couple of kettlebells. I just like, literally, I, was, I told the manager, I was like, hey, I don't know when we're going to be back. And he was like, just take it. So then we <laughs> grabbed like two kettlebells each and we literally walked home with it. Um, so that's how I've been getting any weight training now. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's strength training all the time. I'm, I'm not a cardio person. So, um, you know, I would train four days a week, two upper body days, two lower body days. Um, do, I mean, do the kettlebells work? Can they actually get people like tight and right? Yeah, well, um, so b obviously before this, I was using a lot of like barbells and lifting heavy weights. Um, but this is the most like muscular, the most, I don't know what word you want to use for it. I have ever been mm -hmm. um, using the lighter weights. It's about um, stimulating your muscles in a certain way, which is called like hypertrophy. And that's how you build muscle. That's how you get toned and tight. Um, okay. So it's not necessarily about using heavier weights and it's not about cardio. It's about doing, putting, like putting that stimulus on your muscles. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, how long have you, because I see on your, on your online resume, um, you've got all these letters behind. Okay, so I see ACE, NCSF, CPT, USAPL, 200 hour yoga, she, her. The only part that I understand <laughs> is the she, her part for your pronouns. <laughs> Tell me about what A ACE, NCSF, CFPT. I feel like I'm taking one of those things at the. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What do those letters mean, Cammy? So CPT is Certified Personal Trainer. Okay. And ACE um, is the American Council on Exercise, so I'm certified with them, and I'm also certified through NCSF, which is the National Council on Strength and Fitness. Um, is there is there a difference between those certifications? Um, not really. They're basically both like baseline personal training certs. Ooh. Did I cut out? Am I still, am I still here? You're, you're good. You're good. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So one focuses a little bit more on strength and conditioning, but they're both pretty similar. Um, but the USAPL is USA powerlifting and I'm also certified as a powerlifting coach through them. So I can bring people into competitions and meets and things like that. However, they, um, within the last year, like banned trans lifters. So I do not plan on continuing my membership through them. Yeah. Fuck them up. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. You got to take a stand. You got to take a stand. And I know that you're also, um, Reiki trained and certified and all that type of stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about your training and your, cause I think you're also yoga teacher as well. Certified. Yeah. So the, the word certified is like, it's interesting because I, I feel like, uh, first of all, with the Reiki, it's like, it seems kind of weird to me just when I think about it, the notion of, of an energy healing practice being something for which you have to get a certification as I'm sitting here in real time thinking about it. But, um, well said, well said. but, uh, but that, that's the world we live in, you know, with so many things, the, the bureaucracy and whatnot, but, um, yeah. So energy healing, 
Um, I was fascinated by for years when I started to just learn that it existed and, you know, had experiences where different healers would work on me and I'd be like, whoa, like major mind, body, spirit connection right now. And um, so I got, um, I did my Reiki training through Beacons of Change um, in New York a couple of years ago. I um, started with my level one and then went to the master level and um, really love using that. I, I give Reiki to myself pretty much every day and I, you know, I send Reiki to people across distance. I'll give people Reiki in person and not only people, situations, animals, you know, my home, trees, like you, it can, it's any, we're all energy. Everything is energy. So everything can also benefit from receiving positive energy um but uh it's been a beautiful thing to incorporate into my life and i i'm looking forward to using it more and expanding and and learning uh just more ways to to there are so many different um practices with energy healing and i just am really looking forward to continuing to learn and grow and deepen um it's yeah it's really special being able to handle the stuff through my hands. And um, on the note of yoga, I- David Kwong Pham says protons. I guess that's what's going through your hands. Christopher uh, Pendergraph e- echoes, fuck them up um, from earlier. <laughs> and then um, Marnita. Billups, Marnita! Like, yeah, Marnita said something very kind about you. She said, yes, as someone that has taken class from Anne, she really helped me uh, she really helped to guide me into exploring all the many things that make up me, which was affirming and liberating and is truly a conduit for helping people to seek out their healing. Marnita, can you please copy paste that sentence to me and I'll use it as a testimonial later? I've already screenshotted it. We're good. We're good. We're good. Marnita, I love you so much. Marnita is amazing. So I... It, Thank you so much, Marnita. So, so happy. And then David Kwong Pham is talking about that big word that Cami used, hi- hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep going, Anne. Keep going, Anne. Keep going. Keep going. Keep oh going. yeah. So yoga. Um, I got into yoga years ago. Um, I guess in college, one of my dance teachers, uh, is a yogi, and so I would take some of her classes, and little by little, just got more and more drawn into it, and so I, um, down the road, I did training in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where I'm from. And um, coming to New York, I've done some trainings also, uh, kids yoga teacher training, um, uh, trauma-informed yoga teacher training. I'm actually in a yoga teacher training program right now. It's called the People's Practice. Uh, it's through Urban Yoga Foundation and Me Yogi, which is based in Florida. And um, I feel like I'm, I don't know, did I say this already? I don't remember, but there's, um, a big emphasis on reclaiming indigenous practices and taking it like our first module last week was on ancient Africa and the Nubians and Kush and all of that. And so it's really wonderful to be in a yoga space that's going there. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, uh, yoga has been such a beautiful practice to incorporate into my life. And again, yoga, like yoga is not just like this thing you do. I mean, it, everything is yoga. Everything is, everything is our practice in life. You know, how I'm showing up in this conversation. Am I in my yoga? Am I struggling trying to make it perfect or that? Or am I going with the flow and being like, all right, the tech's not working, whatever I'm here. Like, that's what's happening. That's how I can be in the union with the moment. Like it's all part, it's all yoga. Um, but you know, yoga has been a very beautiful vessel for me to have so many beautiful experiences, whether it's been, you know, through the communities that I've become a part of, um, as well as getting to work with a lot of different populations, uh, working, you know, chair yoga and meditation with elders at senior centers or working with preschoolers, you know, or stand up paddleboard yoga. I did briefly, like if we're working with international students and international mm-hmm. student centers, whatever, lots of stuff. Um, it's been a beautiful door that has, for me, led to a lot of expansion in in 
opportunities and, and relationships in my life. And so I'm extremely grateful that that is part of my practice um, and really happy to currently be in a program. There's always so much more to learn. And, you know, I'm just really hungry to go a lot deeper. And particularly right now, what's um, resonating with me a lot about the program that I'm in is, uh, and we just started like a week ago, is that reminder of how important it is to go back to our roots, you know, to, to know where we come from in order to be able to move forward. And uh, I just am, am experiencing that a lot in life in general. And um, definitely this particular program is, is furthering that, that process of like digging into my own archeology span so that I can have a strong foundation to help me like be in my power to do what I'm here on this planet to do so yeah. I love it can can we just dig into our archaeology I love I, I love my friend um that's the perfect I'm gonna crank this up a little bit Thank you, Jalisa Gouldridge and David Kong Pham, Christopher Pendergraph, Marnita Billups. Read all these people's names. Belinda, <laughs> Rosa, David again. Thank you for tuning in and watching um, tonight. Um, I just kind of want to draw us into the present moment. Twenty-four minutes past the top of the hour. Twenty-four minutes that we'll never get back. Twenty-four minutes that will never be again. I want to offer to everyone who's here that's been listening to Amy and Anne and mostly me fumble for the last hour and a half I want to offer you um, the gift of what it means to just be here I have nothing else to offer I can sing some pretty songs for you and Anne can put you into some pretty uh, bendy poses and Cami can cause you to be able to lift a car Um, but beyond all of that, I have nothing else to give you beyond the gift of presence. Um, and just being here in the present moment. And we, we can really um, beat ourselves up about the way life unfolds. Or for those of you who are watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and on lovecityarts.org. For those of you who are listening, we can beat ourselves up throughout this entire pandemic and we can call ourselves vilified and we can make ourselves wrong or we can just hang on to the present moment. No past, no future, just the present moment for dear life. And what I love about present mind uh, awareness or present moment awareness is that sometimes, in the words of Whitney Houston, when they asked her if she smoked up every day, she said, sometimes. <laughs> and when they said, well, does that mean like every day you're like doing these things? She said, no, sometimes. <laughs> and so sometimes, just sometimes, in life, you'll get to have your present moment with awesome people. Christopher saying, bendy poses and lifting cars. I'm for it. <laughs> and sometimes you'll get to have those juicy moments of bendy poses and lifting cars with beloved friends. And so I just wanna take a moment to just breathe on what it means to be held by a loving universe and to also be held by wonderful family and friends. 
And what we're returning to right now in the last two minutes of this is what Love City Live, the good report, was always supposed to be. Yeah, we can talk about Instagram bios and we can talk about the journey that we came through, all the things that makes us us. But the the only thing that's going to get us through this Wednesday and get us through this moment, like this moment, this white supremacist motherfucker this um not caring for each other the way we should motherfucker this this fear this panic this anxiety this pain this angst um this joy this love this union the only thing that's going to get us through all of this is just being with each other moment by moment by moment so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite everybody who's listening now and those who are going to listen later. I'm not going to like publish the whole motherfucking thing to, uh, <laughs> to the podcast because that'd be ridiculous to watch me click and clack and fumble. But I'm, I'm going to leave two versions up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave up a version of like the mess and I'm going to title it messy as fuck version. And then I'm also going to put up a, a, a more truncated kind of get to the point Dre um version and the get to the point version dre version is that here we are can we just breathe into just being here for a second for the rest of my life i just want to be here for the rest of my life let me never forget I can push all the buttons. I can have the greatest technology. I can be lit with a complete green screen behind me for those of you who are listening. And and all that matters is just that we are here. We hit the jackpot. We can taste bananas if that's your thing. We can taste mangoes. We can taste tomatoes. We can taste arugula. We can taste spinach. What else can we taste, Anne? Chocolate. What else can we taste, Cammy? Peppers. <laughs> Peppers. What else can we taste, uh, viewers? <laughs> Keep going, Anne. What else can we taste? Um, bok choy. Bok choy. What else can we taste, Anne? Um, Thai curry. Thai curry. All right, Cammy. What else can we taste? Fried rice. Fried rice. Yes. I hope they're still delivering after this call is over. I'm gonna need it to emotionally eat. Um, what, what else can we smell, Anne? The flowers that we walk by. Yeah. What else can we smell, Cammy? Fresh baked cookies. Fresh baked cookies. What can we? Oh, we've already tasted and we already smelled. What can we hear? The sound of our breath. Yeah. Oh, very good. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause there for a second. Everyone that can hear us now through podcast or on video, um, just give yourself this breath and and you are the magician here with this kind of stuff so I'm gonna drop this music down for just a moment and I'm just gonna allow you to just take us on a journey and I want to cry right now because, because I'm because I'm an emotional person, but because life is hard, you know? And then we and then we add live streams and PowerPoints onto it. <laughs> um and then it gets heavy and you start weighing yourself down with your shoulda, couldas, and what is. Well, maybe, maybe if I had just done this or done this. And then, and, and then as people are saying, Marnita said fried chicken. That's what matters in this life. Fried fucking chicken. I can give a fuck about a live stream when I can order fried chicken after this is over. And I'm gonna drop the music. Um, and hopefully it's not too distracting for you, but I think it'll help you do what you do. Yeah. And can you take us on a journey? Okay. I invite you to let yourself settle into the support beneath you, whether you're sitting or lying down. I 
been standing, I invite you to notice the parts of your body that have contact with support, whether that is the soles of your feet, your ankles, your hips, thighs, back, hands. What parts of you are being supported? I invite you to drop more deeply into these places. With every inhale, feel yourself expanding, making space. And then with every exhale, I invite you to let go a little more. If there's anything you feel ready to release, this full moon week, anything in culmination that you are like, all right, I cycle, I'm ready to let it go. I invite you to let that pour from those parts of your body that are touching the support beneath you and let all of that pour down deep into Mother Earth so that that energy can be recycled and brought back up in a rejuvenating way for you. And I invite you to envision from each point of your body that has contact with a surface beneath you, to envision roots, roots that grow from these parts of us and reach deep down through the surfaces beneath us down eventually to the foundation of the building we are in, if they are, if you are inside or the ground that you may be on, reaching down into the ground, deep, deep down into Mother Earth and watch these roots spread wide as well, allowing us to sink more and more deeply into the support that's here for us. Breathe. Watch how as your roots continue to reach, there are also the roots of every person who's present on this call, wherever you are on the planet, all of these people's roots are reaching. And as these roots reach wide, watch how our roots eventually meet each other's roots, creating this beautiful, vast system of roots beneath the ground. Feel how through this connection, these roots hold us all down, hold us strong, steady, allowing our trunks to grow tall toward the sky, allowing our branches to reach wide, to expand, to open to the abundance that's here for us. Swaying to dance in the wind while still being grounded in our truth. And as you continue to breathe, I invite you to watch these roots now beginning to shrink back up into your body. As that happens, I invite you to make small movements that feel good for you. Maybe move your hands, feet, head. And I invite you to bring your hands onto whatever part of your body feels good, maybe your heart, your belly, womb, if you have a womb, solar plexus, etc. Breathe here. And I invite you to ask your heart if it has anything to say at this moment. Please take a deep inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. And gently, if your eyes were resting, I invite you as you are ready to start to open the eyes. Take your time. Simply breathe in this moment. And you broke me down, girl. You had me over here in a in a ugly cry. You're so special. The fact that you can just do that 
sitting in the kitchen is a gift and it's a motherfucking gift. You should have started with that. <laughs> Cammy. Now that you're completely full, safe, and enough, what do you want the world to know? Like when you're when you're walking through life. And it could be related to your fitness or not, but like, what would you want to say to an open-hearted person in this moment from your heart to theirs? And take as long as you need. I don't think that there's a better way to put it than you are safe, you are full, and you are enough. And I wanna remind people that, you know, when you light a candle and you use that candle to light another candle, it doesn't, it doesn't dim the light of the initial candle and that we can continue passing our light on without ever having to dim our own. That there's enough to go around and that having someone else, lifting someone else up, doesn't take anything away from you. Everybody just breathe that in, wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, just breathe that in. Lifting other people up doesn't take anything away from you. I mean, that is the whole ethos. I had 18 PowerPoint slides about it, but that's the whole ethos of, of what we're doing here tonight, what we've been doing and what Love City Arts seeks to do. Um, you know, <laughs> our light does not dim when we help someone else light their light. And so for those of you that hang with us for the next 52 weeks of season three, which is a long ass season, but I'm committed. Um, we're just going to continue to do exactly what that candle over there with Anne is doing. We're going to continue to just light and flicker for each other's paths. And sometimes it's gonna make sense and be polished and put together. And other times it's gonna be clunky. And then I feel like all roads lead to love because this juicy moment is exactly the world that we wish to live in. And we can continue to create that for each other using the tools that Anne has given us being strong in our bodies with Cami and continuing to exchange in these ways. Um, so wherever you are tonight or today, depending on when you're listening in replays, I want you to really take this for exactly what it was. This was friends. You know, I, I had a hard, hard time getting out of my own way to even get here onto the internet tonight. And then I reached out to Anne and Cammie and said, would you come and join and participate in the magic? And that's exactly what the fuck it was. And I think that the more that we do what Asada taught us and love and support one another in these ways, we're always going to find magic. Next week's episode ain't going to be nothing like this week. PowerPoint's out the window. Just focus on the love and focus on the juice of the gratitude because that's what we came for. That's what we came here to the planet for. And then everything else is going to fall into place after that. Um, viewers on Facebook, I can see you still. What do you want to offer? What do you want to say um, before we head on out of here? Um, I'm going to go ever so gently back to um, my PowerPointed ways for a second so that I can talk briefly um, about, you know, some, some lights in the world. If I can find, there we go. 
um i don't even know where we are in this shit but um we've been with cammy v a health and fitness coach who believes in strong body and strong mind and fitness is self-care tonight and none of that punishment business she's got so many letters behind her name and certifications and she would love to help you um make a stronger mind and body for yourself and so you can dm her for that both those things and is in all the spaces she does dance yoga reiki movement guided meditation we just went through one so i mean the proof is in the motherfucking pudding as we say in this <laughs> she's also excellent in wellness Clearly, she's inspirational in the same ways um, that Cami is, plus plus on both sides. Uh, um, and then, you know, she has a heart for the youth, which I'm glad she does because I don't. Um, tell me, Anne, who's in this photo with you? That is my dear friend, Ariel Pina. She, we were actually um, in Salt, uh, not in Salt Lake City, outside of that, there was, that, what was the name of that? It was some salt flats, maybe Bonaparte, Salt Blast thing um, at a, a dance festival, and uh, we were just out in nature, living it up. I love Aria. If you're watching, I love you. We love you, Aria. We love you. Um, Jerica's back again. If you want to uh, go deeper in 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 your therapeutic practice, or you believe that you know sharing space and sharing energy and sharing time is important, I invite you all to hit up Jerica. Um, I'll send out all of those in the show notes. Um, she's a young, vibrant, and brilliant black woman who wants to give her her art of listening and her craft of listening back to the world. Um, she's also a phenomenal playwright, so check her out. Um, oh, let's see if this works. If I can make it, if I can make it, it may not, it may not. Let's see. We can do what we want here. Um, except I killed. Here, let's do a little commercial. Why not? Doing great, Andre. Thanks. It's new. It's all new. Hi, my name is Jade, and I'm going to the "Won't You Be My Neighbor" restorative justice call. Uh, it looks like restorative turn. justice. Okay, so. Nope, we're not going to do this tonight. Okay, moving forward, Creatives Near You app is an amazing app. Um, I'll fix it by next week. Um, they have musicians, producers, songwriters, engineers, vocalists, models, and all kinds of people on their app. I love Chris Sinanen. He's the CEO and founder of this app. This is Canoe app. They're, they seek to connect and collab to creative communities near you. And he's trying to geolocate people and put them on the map together in their neighborhoods and allow them to create art. So I wanted to give a shout out to my brother there. I also want to give a shout out to Collaborative Consciousness. She's probably gone to bed right now, but she was watching earlier. That's a person in the comments that those of you on Facebook saw. Um, Rosa Otero Vasquez. She does an amazing work with bringing village and collab ideas together. So I wanted to give her um, a, a shout out. She is a geek culture creative, um, a school family and community visionary, and a, and a collaboration connector. She actually is one of the people that actually inspires me to get out here in the stream and actually create connections. So I wanted to give a shout out to her tonight. And I also wanted to thank our staff members we've got 12 staff members now supporting 3500 um artists all over the world and we're calling them in i would love to have them all on this call at the same time um thank you for um the four viewers that i see on love city arts but i know there's been a bunch over on youtube and also on the other um properties and footprints today so i'm going to thank you for being here and then there are people that actually give us money to spread love in the ways that we do and we've got re recurring monthly donors and also one-off donors um if you are david saying rosa i miss your nerdiness she'll be back oh rosa's in here still um well no she's not that's that's an old comment um when she was talking about something earlier um but uh the patrons are giving monthly and their large um uh donations coming in from all over the place so if you're into this love vibe and this kind of uh fail you know while loving each other vibe this is all it's going to be for the next 300 years it don't get no better than this <laughs> um and so if you're into that love and vibration as cammy and i have shared tonight 
um, and you want to support that work, lovecityarts.org slash donate. Um, last piece of chicken goes to you two. Where can people find you and connect with you, Anne, and then Cammy? Yeah, um, on Instagram, I'm Ann Tang- at Ann Tangi. So that's at A-N-N-E-T-A-N-G-I. Um, Facebook, I'm Ann Tangi. Um, my website, I don't know if Andre maybe could drop that in the chat or something, but it's it's annmichikotangi.com. Um, A-N-N-E-M-I-C-H-I-K-O-T-A-N-G-I.com. Um, it's a good place to start. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And, and Cammy, where can people find you and reach out to you and your love? Yeah. Um, my Instagram is Cammy V strong. So K A M I V strong. And my Facebook is Cammy visit sack. A M I V I S T S A K. And my email, all my contacts would be listed there as well. Cool. And I'll drop all of those things in the, in the, in the show notes. Cause your last name was so intense that it just blew out the internet. You said Cammy visits and the little the thing was like, <laughs> thanks everybody for watching. Yes. Thank you. Thank every- you. Yeah. Thank you everybody for being here and holding space with us. And uh, thank you so much, Andre and Cammy. It's like an enormous pleasure to get to be here with y'all and share space. And I just, I'm really grateful for this this space that is just so organic where we can just be ourselves. There's no fucking agenda. And I just really value this. Thank you both so much. So happy to meet you, Cami. Looking forward to connecting more. Andre, you already know I'm not even gonna bother. So Yeah, we, yeah we, we're on the 300 year plan too. Like we're just gonna circle the universe one more fucking time. And, and and break Skype, Zoom, Google Slides, and computers in the process. I'm with it. I ain't got nothing better to do. I love y'all. Love y'all. <laughs>